0: This is Jen, and this is Paranormal.Chat. I am here with my brother Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys.
1: What's going on? How's it going?
0: And we're going to be diving into episode 26. Today, we're going to be talking about the Bell Witch, and we're just going to let you know ahead of time, this is going to be a two-parter, (laughs) because there's just so much. Yeah, yeah. And this is just research between me and Eric. Like, it's just insane
2: set this one up but I'm very excited like you guys to know what's going on. (laughs) Why was she so why
3: was Jen so upset?
0: Oh (laughs) that was last week. I've calmed down
3: since then. and you know for the second episode when when it's finally revealed, I think we should put like a trigger warning.
0: Oh for sure we're gonna have to because
3: it's uh it's pretty dark.
0: Yeah it well this story is very so it it's got laughs, it's got sassiness, but then it gets very dark and sad. Yeah. But yeah. we that's going to be the next episode. So anywho, um, so The Bell Witch. I'm just going to preface this. that, um, Or you know what? No. Let's do our spooky updates and our spiel. Spooky updates, Eric?
3: Yes, I have a spooky update. So I think it was Thursday or Friday. I believe I got cursed by a homeless person on the corner of uh, <laughs> military in <laughs> Zarzamora.
0: And why did you get cursed? Or how
3: did you get cursed? Well, so like oh, I said, I, <laughs> <why and how? laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't know why. Uh, i kind of confused on that myself. But uh, I was going to work that night. And I stopped at the light right there at the military in uh, Zarazamora. And there was this lady. This, she looked homeless. And she looked possibly on something. Yeah, she's standing around the corner. And she begins to point at me and just starts screaming, just you, you, you,
0: why, you and oh just gyrating
3: God. and moving and contorting in weird ways. And yeah, I, I couldn't help but like it was I w- if I
0: was at the red light, I would have <laughs> just <laughs> kept going. Ex
3: girlfriend's right.
0: I don't know what it was. I was confused. You just upset her.
2: I would have yeah. just turned it I would have turned it to like some kind of hip hop station and bumped
0: it
3: up and started clapping to it like oh remix. Jesus Christ.
0: Maybe she handed my car. Maybe. I don't know. know. That sounds pretty (laughs) creepy though.
3: But that is a testament to what I get to see every day, like on the week like on Fridays or Saturdays when I'm going to work. Oh yeah. That is pretty much what I see every single day going to work.
0: Bunch of characters.
3: Life forms again. Just life forms.
2: No, sir. Just I'm just a <laughs> giant meatball <meme> obstacle. <laughs> <Jesus Christ.
0: laughs> Jesse, any spooky updates?
2: Um, nah, not anything that I can think of. Um, what was it that we were doing last time? I and, don't know. Uh, we were some. We were doing something in the living room, and you and Lola heard a big old.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Something on this side, and I was I like, I think it, it was.
0: What? I don't think it was last night. Was it?
2: I don't know.
1: I don't know.
0: it was in this past week um, Jesse was already passed out on the couch and like I had I was, I was asleep and then I woke up and like I was just like playing on my phone and then um, like I heard this like really loud fucking noise like come from the other side of the house and so the, yeah so the first thing I did was check on Sal right. and um, he was still asleep he was fine and so I woke right. Jesse up and I was like hey go check and, like, he's all groggy, like, what the fuck? And I was like, go check. I just heard something. It just sounded... A gun going yeah, like, because clearly I'm not going to go. Like, send Jesse to die first, not me. <laughs> it's paranormal. i
2: am tell you, I'm not, I'm not dying over there. I'll tell you that.
0: But, yeah, that was the only weird thing that happened.
3: Oh, well, you know, it's not paranormal. It's just strange. But now that I get home and sleep during the day, uh, I get to, like... I guess, observe the dogs in a strange way, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to sleep during the day, right? Like, I get home around 8, 9 o'clock, and while I'm sleeping, I will notice the dogs, like, pick their head up and look at something, like if it's coming into the room or something, like if something's at the doorway. But, of course, there's nothing there. But, uh, yeah, I get to I get to see those things, which are kind of strange. I don't know. That's and, very weird. One
2: last thing is, I finally I'll affirmatively can 100% for a fact know that Sal calls everything that looks like a skeleton a ghost oh. or a monster an uppy. Yeah. An Uppie? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. So if he points at something okay. and says uppy there's like a skull or some kind of
3: So like, what if he's like pointing into the He's, he's like He's done that. He's done
2: that. He, done
0: that. Done that.
3: he points, points at stuff and he says uppy. Yeah.
0: Oh, like shit. he'll point into the corner and be like uppy. Like, oh shit! Yeah. Oh no. And then the other day, um, have the,
3: him exercise. Damn it.
0: <laughs> the other just day, bring the
3: priest in.
0: In the in the restroom, he was taking a bath. He doesn't
3: say it fearfully though. He no, says he's excited. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, but he was taking a bath, and I was just letting him play in there, and like I was sitting on the toilet watching him, and um, my back was to the wall, and then he just stands up and he's like, "Anma," like saying "grandma." Really? Yeah. And like I'm like, "You better stop that." <laughs>
3: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it it kind of just just trying to put logic there. Mm -hmm. Uh, If he really is seeing something, that'd be sad to believe. Because uh, you you remember Mother was was uh, pretty bad there at the end. Mm -hmm. So maybe if she did look gaunt, and she's still representing that image Mm -hmm. in this life, and he's seeing that, I could see how a child would kind of be not confused, but you know what I mean?
0: Oh well, he wasn't. He was just like.
3: Well, no, I'm talking about, like, the Uppy thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well,
3: no, because
2: it's not only, like, like, it's literally, like, anything that is, like, (laughs) spooky. Yeah, spooky. Oh, oh, uh, okay, well, then I'll take
3: that back. Maybe
2: not. Yeah, because I I put him to, like, a test of, like, creepy clips. Right. And some of them were Beetlejuice, and he would see the stuff, and he'd be (laughs) like, Uppy. Okay. And now, like, we were watching Toy Story earlier. And Sid's shirt has a skull on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was going uppy, uppy, and I was like, "There better not be a damn uppy in here." <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw that it was like Toy Story dude's shirt, and I was like, "Okay, cool." But then it, it just confirms to me like, like
3: <laughs>
0: an uppy is a skull. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he's
3: just gonna be saying that in the middle of the night. Don't you dare. Which one of y'all is going to check? <laughs> I've I've done it already.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Um, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so uh, I forgot to do my spiel. Uh, so you can be on the podcast if you uh, want to set up a Zoom meeting where we could uh, talk to you about all of your creepy experiences. Email us at let's paranormal at gmail.com, or you could send in your story to be read. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Uh, make sure to like, rate, subscribe, and share. And make sure to give us some good reviews on wherever you're listening to. Yeah, it yeah, definitely helps. I want to um, all your
2: Chippagoda and Josie Devil.
0: Oh, <laughs> you know what? Crazy thing, um, just real quick. I have a friend on Facebook that I've, I've told you all this, but just because it's cool, I'm going to see her on the podcast. Um, I have a friend on Facebook. I've never met her, but I've had her on there for a couple of years. She's an artist, and she has her own podcast. Um, it's like a skeptics type podcast, okay. And um, it's it's a very science-y podcast, and so she has met quite a few people.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, so she had posted something, and I saw somebody comment, and his name was Ben Radford, and I was uh, like, oh, like Benjamin Radford. I was like, uh, let's let's click on his profile, and it is literally Benjamin Radford, Chupacabra hunter. It's literally in his bio, and I was a fucking small world.
2: Yeah, that's badass. You told me how about does, that earlier. How does one get the title? Because I, I <laughs> want to be a chupacabra hunter.
0: Guess what, Jesse?
2: What? You're a chupacabra hunter. Now. There
0: you go. <laughs>
1: I
3: was going <gonna> <laughs> go to be the door, Let's just look outside. <laughs> Y'all are now Chupacabra. Y'all are Chupa hunters. Oh, no. <laughs> Just go to some, go to South west, yeah, some weird oh, west side no. park. Just
2: wander around for a minute.
3: Yeah. I'm a very seasoned veteran of the Chupa hunters.
2: And-
0: um, um. <laughs> Satina ground.
2: Just start throwing some in.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Do we still have the salsa
1: no, oh, it Sounds um, like I need to okay. So
0: anywho's, before we get started, I also wanted to shout out our friend, Genevieve, who we grew up with. I am enjoying a Haritos uh, tequila sunrise, and I used her little chamoy dip that I bought from her. You could buy some locally. Her company's called It's Yummy San Antonio. It's very delicious, and she also sells, like, those Skittles and all of that candy with all the stuff in it.
2: Yeah. Thanks for assisting in the... Anything, your little hood, anything into your little hood rat heart desires. Yeah. Yeah. Basically,
0: they're hood rat them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, are we ready to get started?
3: Are you ready to get started? <laughs> I'm ready to listen. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: In my zero effort today. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I'm ready. So before we preface this, Bell Witch, there's so much information out there, but there's just so much information, and there's no way to, like, prove anything. There's no real accountability for what's being put out there, I want to say.
3: Yeah, correct. That is absolutely correct because uh, what, like the first documented accounts weren't documented until so 75 years later.
0: Something like that. Right, and
3: yeah. then even then uh, 30 years later the, fir- the first child didn't document any of his stuff right until 30 years later.
0: Yeah. Okay. None of- Oh, Jesse's being creepy. Um, so I'm just going to say last week I got very upset because, so I originally read the, a book about the Bell Witch during fucking jury duty. And, like, I literally read it in one day because I had nothing else to do. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And so, like, now that we did it, I was like, oh, I'll just use that same book as my source material. And then, like, I'm rereading it, and I'm just like, this just sounds so <laughs> fucking fictional and made up. And I was just like, I can't put this out there. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's no way that anybody's going to believe this. And then, like, after talking to Jesse, after downing half a bottle of tequila, basically, like, he was like, it's okay. Like, just be yeah. upfront yeah, about like,
1: it. Yeah, like, yeah. we can just
2: revisit it. I know there's a lot of anger inside you right now. Which <laughs> uh, we'll that's when we did the chupacabra one. And, you yeah. know, we can just... Revisit it with a better attitude.
0: Yeah, so my attitude is much better. Just well, I mean,
3: like I had, uh, I, I had mentioned, a lot of the articles or essays that I've seen written about the Bell Witch and then po- other podcasts that I've listened to about the Bell Witch, th- that was one of the things that they always argued with was the legitimacy of the story.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But one thing cannot be denied is that something did happen because yeah. there were so many accounts. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is another one of those... Uh, Skinwalker Ranch accounts where so many people did witness something that it, it can't be denied that something did happen whether or not it happened the way people say is a different story mm-hmm.
2: and just to add to that again we're in no way shape or form any kind of <laughs>
0: experts or yeah most of the time I'm doing my research in my underwear and drinking so yeah,
2: well, this is you know somewhat of a very interesting subject to us and we, we're passionate about it but yeah. you know not passionate enough to go, you know,
0: oh, out, like out there and, you know, yeah,
2: you know, go out
1: there and that, really... like Jesse and Chupacabra. Oh, yeah, you know. You know what?
0: Jesse was kind of upset with me yesterday, and, um, like... Because you don't believe? Well, no, about something else, but I was trying to lighten the mood, and, like, I found this roll of aluminum foil, and I was like, do you want to make your, your aluminum foil hat right now? And he just, like, gave me a dirty <laughs> look, and I was like, okay. You pop <laughs> popcorn in the
2: hat. I was all like... She's all like, I found this aluminum foil over here. <laughs> and I was all like. <sighs>
0: it was like 25 feet of aluminum foil. I was like, there's enough for that big ass hit.
2: <laughs> and a full suit. Just that's this foil from like when she was single and shit. <laughs> that's how old this foil is. Well, Why she had it in that drawer,
1: who knows? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, but whatever.
2: Space pants she was trying to make, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyways. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying you had industrial-sized oil?
0: I'm not going to say it was industrial, but I had a lot.
3: <laughs> it would have been like two bags
2: of fucking baked potatoes that you could have wrapped up.
0: Two of the, Or basically two. 10 pounds of baked potatoes we could that's, have made.
2: That's too much you oil for over a single woman. You know what? Yeah, yeah.
0: Why are you judging me?
2: First off, I don't even know why you would have the foil in there. <laughs> I don't know if at some point you decided that maybe if I get with somebody, I'll use this as a spiel.
3: <laughs> I look responsible because of the amount of oil I have.
2: One day I'll be cleaning out this drawer with my significant <laughs> other, and then I will fucking...
1: <laughs> it'll you know, be a yeah, it'll be a whammy. So look at
2: this. Jokes.
0: Yeah, well, anyways. There's a,
2: there's a rubber chicken in the drawer somewhere that we're going to find later.
0: <laughs> Lola ate all the rubber chickens. But anyways. Okay, so... Let's get started. Um, Eric, I think you should start us off with, uh, you said you had some family history about...
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a, I have a little bit of, of the family history. So I would like to actually note that this is a haunting that a very, very, very few actually has a death in it. Direct, I mean, is that is directly impacted by the haunting.
1: Because
3: mm-hmm. really think about it. Of all the hauntings that you've ever heard about, many have actually had you know a death that was that was impacted by the haunting yeah. there's rarely any the other thing to note is that during John Bell's early life when he got married his wife was actually 12 at the time oh my which God. is pretty disgusting yeah uh, and that is something that I kind of want to segue into because of the overall I guess aesthetic of this time period this was the 1800s late 1700s so you gotta remember that there was a lot of slavery, there was a lot of underage marriages and well, coitus.
2: Like I was saying, Jen, like your life expectancy was really short. So at that age, yeah. you were like essentially a man or woman of the house. Oh, it, yeah,
0: true. It's, true. It's still just hard to imagine. Like, well, like, well,
3: well some people wouldn't even make it past their twenties. Like, so, yeah, and and it's it's interesting that Jesse does kind of preface that, or he, he makes a note of that. Because even before they actually moved from North Carolina to Tennessee, they had three of the three of the surviving four children that they had. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they had actually moved, I believe there was nine children, and another three had actually survived out of those three yeah. that were people. Yeah, being there's old. no
2: vaccines. There's no yeah. uh, so sanitized. It, it is it is virus. true in
3: a sense, yeah, like what you're saying. But does it make it right? You know. <laughs> I, no. no, no. <laughs> see, because again,
2: I don't want to get too much of it, but you're viewing it through like. This perspective now, where you can, oh give, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. half the time, like you already have to be working.
3: Well, I think the other thing to that is that a lot of these things, it, it was well, when we get later into the story, it's going to be very evident that Betsy Bell is interested in someone else, but because of the family, they are pushing her to a different suitor. Mm-hmm. So it's just something to to keep in mind.
2: Yeah, the nature both. of this time, arranged marriages were still kind of like a thing,
3: basically at that yeah, time, right? Yeah. So, the Bell family did own land, like I said, in North Carolina. They had nine slaves to work it. It is surrounded in a lot of slavery, this story, even the witch being a uh, staunch racist, hating the slaves that were on the Bell, you know, on the Bell Ranch. The land they owned could almost be a hint that the Bell family was cursed even previous to this uh, encounter with the Bell Witch because uh, the land would never produce crops, and the livestock would often uh, contract diseases and die. And this was one of the main factors for them traveling to Tennessee. So it was during this journey to Tennessee that the family was witness to the Brown Mountain Lights. These lights are described as being strange orbs that move throughout the Linville Gorge area. Folklore says that this was the site of great Native American battle and the life of the spirits of the warriors loved, searching for them. So, when John actually arrived to Tennessee, he was actually not received poorly. I mean, he was actually well respected by all his uh, neighbors. Uh, No one had anything bad to say about him. And uh, I think that's probably the gist of the backstory on the Bells, it's, they, they kind of had already had Strange Encounters before, and it was just a little bit of history that I had gotten on them before, but that's all I have on that, I, oh, unless you have a little no, bit more. No,
0: that, that's more than I decided to take down, because it the history that I did read involved The Child Bride, and it just like pissed me off. So I was, That's
3: where you were just like, yep, yeah, done.
0: That, that's when I decided I didn't like John Bell to begin with, so... Yeah. So when everything that happened to him, I was just like, well, you deserve it. So.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that, that we're going to have a lot of like interesting characters in here. And you're going to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, bitch. But you also <laughs> got to remember, they own slaves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, this was not a good time. Yeah.
0: Well, all right. Well, I think we can get started then when we are introduced to Miss Kate Bats in her. All right. So in May 1818 inside of the Red River Baptist Church in Tennessee, a revival service was happening. The service was being led by a traveling revivalist in the name of Reverend Thomas Phelps, who had been there for a few days already and been whipping everyone up in a frenzy with his talks of eternal damnation and sinners.
2: Oh, the regular stuff.
0: <laughs> so, known sinner Joe Edwards, who was in attendance, jumped up and proclaimed his repentance when he did this many of his own neighbors began to move towards him laying their hands on him singing hallelujah joe fell down to all fours and began howling so at this very moment kate bats marches into the service <laughs> kate bats was known in the community as being an average height woman but much more average much more than average in width she was red-haired and full of freckles loud gossipy and almost crude in the way that she spoke
3: yeah i think one of the ways that she was described was being a great girl
0: yeah you know what i'm just gonna say this i don't have this in the notes but um whenever i i think of kate bats i think of oh god from titanic
3: yes uh misery uh yeah
0: oh my god what is her name unsinkable molly brown or something
3: yeah 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 but uh Oh my God! I can't believe I forgot her name. I know I name. can't
0: remember either. Right yeah, now.
3: but that's exactly who yeah, I was picturing. Yeah, that's who I think exactly.
0: Yeah, who I was Mama I, from uh, Waterboy.
2: I know who you're talking about, but I, I literally just pictured like some kind of Renaissance festival,
0: <laughs> you know,
2: big <laughs> lady, big buxom woman. Yeah, you know? basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, that's who I. Whenever Kate Batz is, this, or like, is in a scene, that's who I imagine. So Kate comes accompanied by three slaves and walks straight up to Joe, who's howling away still, picks up her skirts and sits on this man's head and begins to bellow. (laughs) Everyone stopped praying because they were shocked at what was happening. So Joe then starts freaking out, thinking that the devil has come to claim him and is saying, Lord, save me. Sweet Jesus, lift Satan off of me or I will surely sink down to eternal torment.
2: She's all, you weren't saying that last night.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and mind you, so she's, she's also described by like other parishioners being always late. She is oh, yeah. always late to sermons. and But I guess she tries to make up with it with being an over-exaggerated oh, worshiper, yeah. being the loudest singer. She's the, the loud loudest auntie. Just, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we're reaching that Pentecostal kind of, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know,
0: <laughs> well, um,
2: vibe. Thing.
0: So finally, she's told that she needs to get off of him, and she refuses. The reverend says, Sister, the mourner is suffocating, and her reply is... <laughs> He's turning purple. Yeah. Yes, indeed, let him suffocate, preacher. I am helping him get closer to the Lord.
3: Well, I think there's a, there's a previous one to that oh, where somebody th- asks her, I think it's, it's Richard Powell who, who suggests uh, maybe you should let Joe up. And she responds with, no, thank you, Professor Powell. <laughs> this altitude is so consoling to my disposition that I feel amply congregated. <laughs> or corrugated,
0: I'm sorry. No, yeah. Or, well, she's also known to use words, big words. <laughs> and make
3: in, yeah,
0: incorrectly. <laughs> um, but she just likes the way it makes her sound.
3: Oh, yes, yes. And uh, she is sharp of the tongue. And in, she is very indubitably. sharp.
0: Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> She tells him I'm helping him get closer to the Lord. So finally, John Bell, a sixty-eight year old man, over six oh, feet tall. No, no, no. Oh wait, 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 what, wait. what what what? what? There is so much more to this oh, because okay. she is so much more sassy in this. Oh, whole, I know overall. she I didn't get down on her oh, sass. Tell God. us tell us So
3: then, you know, another parishioner actually goes up to her and tells her, You're crowding the mourner. To so which she responds, Oh, that does not disperse my perspicuity. I am very plain woman and do love to homigate near the altar while they're Lord and making configurations among their sinners, right? So then when she was told that she was suffocating him, like you said, let him suffocate, preacher. I'm helping him get closer to the Lord. Now, so the way I have it is you would imagine that these these other churchgoers would actually be pretty offended up by this, but everybody watching actually thought it was Quite fucking funny mm-hmm. just laughing and everything that is except for where you were just about to go into with john bell mm-hmm. and this is when john bell gets yeah. the ire of kate yeah. <laughs> he deals with none of this malarkey
0: so finally john bell a 68 year old man over six feet tall and lean, tells her is it not enough that you belittle worship of the almighty by your constant lateness woman must you also make a mockery of a man's awakening to the light? Her reply to him was, You dare to exaltate me, John Bell? Take the log from your own eye, sinner, <laughs> that ye shall see clearly to remove the mold from mine.
3: And that's a misquote from the Bible. Jesus Christ. She is, She's <laughs> all, <laughs> she is fucking awesome. And this is where I want to say, like, you kind of want to say, like, keep go, bitch, but she did on five
0: Yeah. She also says, if this meeting had been convenienced at Red River Church, you wouldn't even be welcome to attend. Oh,
3: damn, that's one that I don't got.
0: Okay, so I'm going to tell you about this. So when she says this, it shuts everyone up, because what she said was scandalous, but the truth. So John Bell is a very well-respected man in the community. He's known to be a religious man, but also a very shrewd businessman. So when Kate's husband uh, had an accident... Where he was chopping down a tree, it <laughs> fell on his legs, and he. Yeah. So basically, Kate had to pick up all his duties and whatnot.
3: Yeah, she basically had to go to the front of the household and run a farm.
0: So, yeah. yeah. So John Bell, who actually has property or had property, adjacent to the Bats property, offered to buy a small part of her land from her and would also sell a slave to them to help perform the duties that her husband no longer could, as well as a cash loan. So what happened was that they didn't get this transaction hammered out in writing. So when Kate publicly challenged the rate of interest she was paying, the law actually ruled in her favor. So he was seen in the community as deceptive and was act- actually expelled from his church, the Red River Baptist. Right.
3: And that law that she actually used was called usury. And it was, it was a very high offense within uh, that time, because I mean, if you remember, I mean, these, this is the early or late 1700s, uh, early 1800s. Yeah,
2: where uh, I mean, they, they being know, called a liar was like,
3: well, no, I mean, they, they, they not only that, but uh, because they were coming to this country to escape persecution mm-hmm. and taxes and all that stuff. So to have somebody be doing that here already, yeah, is, is very, very bad in so everyone on, else's eyes. Fucked
0: up. So we're cut up on their history back to their altercation. So John's house. Kate, misquote the Bible as much as you like, woman. It will make you no less the lying witch that you are.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I that know. That was a
2: snapback if I ever heard one.
1: From an old oh, man. Wait,
2: wait till what she has to say.
1: Yeah, so Kate
0: gets herself together and marches out of the meeting house. But before leaving, she turns and says, which am I? Then let me offer you a witch's malification, old John Bell. You may have your broad acres as well as mine purchased that appendance. You may have your big house and your salubricated health right now, but just wait and see what sad changes shall soon descend upon you and more than you among the bells. Ooh,
2: I like it. Yeah,
0: and so that's where their fucking problems began. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was. I'm, yes, it was I, shortly I, after. I'm that. just saying, like, if that would have happened, you know, Salem time. Would have been straight (laughs)
3: gallows. (laughs) Straight, straight to the. So I also want to add that this isn't the only time that she has been accused of witchery. She had already had previous rumors being spread about her to being a witch. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And wait, one sec. It's Kathy Bates. It's
3: Kathy Bates. Yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. What? Kate Batz, Kathy Bates. (gasps) Oh,
0: sorry.
2: (laughs) My my. Who needs that aluminum foil now, boys?
3: <laughs>
0: that was genuine. I'm sorry. It's getting hot in here. Oh, my God.
2: Well, wow. luckily there's enough aluminum foil for
3: you, two. <laughs> she is not aged. <laughs> eternally in that age.
0: Does she have a Twitter? <laughs> I'm going to tweet at her.
2: The, the accent that you were imagining was actually from Waterboy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: wow. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> the, the <search> <clears throat> okay,
3: oh. so let me tell you about the, the short account of uh, the previous rumors that were already being spread about her being a witch. So there may have actually been some truth to the claim as uh, one of the more common witch activities was this point in the fuck. Story goes that a young woman was trying to make butter, but when hours had passed with no result, she began to suspect that Old Kate, which a lot of the local commoners or local people knew her as or dubbed her as, so she she was suspecting her. So the young girl heated up a a, a poker to the point of being white hot and stuck it in the churn and watched the milk curdle. This only confirmed her suspicions, so she went to go look for Kate. When the girl finally found her, she claims that Kate was nursing an injured hand saying she had burned it when she picked up the wrong end of her poker. So there was already claims that Kate was uh, dabbling, witch, witchery, witchcraft. So I don't know if that adds to the story or <laughs> Poor what. Poor Kate.
0: She's just like, fuck, burned myself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think... So I heard an interesting perspective on Kate, I, I don't
2: right? know. No, No... To not interpret him, but around that time, it's not like right now where like we can casually joke about stuff. In this time period, to actually snap back at him by saying, "Well, if I am a witch," hmm. like that for sure would have been something that like you know sticks, with, especially if other people are listening or like you know it, it would have been like a big thing, like I just don't to even. say So
3: it. I I just want to touch because you kind of touch a, a little bit on the point that I want to make right now. So, I think Kate was a woman in a wrong time. And I think that's what uh, what scared a lot of people was that she was outspoken, she didn't take shit from anybody, and she was a strong-headed woman, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to insecure men during that time, I mean, what else are you going to do besides kind of berate them and then call them something, you know, pretty egregious?
0: I just feel bad for Kate because I feel like... Or, well... I feel bad for her because she seemed like a really strong willed woman, but then I don't feel bad because clearly she had slaves and (laughs) not okay. But anyways, (laughs) did you have any more? I know there was the thing about her collecting pins.
3: Yes. Uh, she would also Mm -hmm. beg for pins from, uh, women that she would just meet. Mm -hmm. And, the the lure there is that, uh, whoever the owner of the pin was would gain power over the person
1: who, uh, uh, collected col- it
3: uh, no well, whoever donated it. oh okay so yeah that was the other thing that kind of gave her that
0: yeah like, moniker of and that's such a strange thing like to collect like these pins but i also heard or not heard but i also read that like she would go around like gossiping and whatnot like in exchange <laughs> for these pins like hey bitch i got this tea huh
3: because that's interesting. Because I mean, the the, the actual Bell Witch is known to be too uh, dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of common traits between the two.
0: Yeah, Kathy Bates. There's like Kathy Bates.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Kathy Bates.
0: At
2: this <laughs> week, we're gonna be selling these temporal hats.
1: <laughs> He's gonna be
3: handing them out.
2: <laughs> Exclusive paranormal chat temporal hats. With the, with it's going to be when you guys buy it, it's going to be a random, whether you get Chupacabra, Sasquatch, Jersey <laughs> Devil, or Kathy Bates. One of our newest um, quote-unquote mascots. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry if you can hear the squeaking. It's our dumb dog, Lola, who is also a Chupacabra, if you didn't know. Um, but anyways. so what ended up happening with this land that John Bell bought was used to make a schoolhouse for Richard Powell. He taught many children, including John Bell's daughter, who is a na- whose name was Elizabeth, but everybody called her Betsy. So John Bell was extremely prosperous and had a large family. Sorry. So this, they were considered to be extremely blessed with all the good in their lives, but then they began to have family troubles. Uh, the first incident involved a black beast with a huge head that John spotted at the end of one of his cornfields. He first thought it was a large dog and actually shot at it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like everybody's first reaction. Shoot
0: it! Fucking
1: Americans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So when the smoke from the gun cleared, he no longer saw the creature and inspected the area where the creature previously stood and saw no blood or any sign that the animal was there before. A few weeks later, John uh, spotted a gigantic bird on this farm that he described was larger than a turkey. Before he could shoot at it, though, it flew off. Another weird incident was when Betsy was walking along the edge of the woods with her younger brothers. Yeah, Yeah, they they came upon a little girl swinging back and forth from a branch on an oak tree. The little girl was said to be wearing a pale green dress And when the kids approached her and greeted her, she didn't say anything and vanished. When Betsy told one of the older women slaves, they told her that green was the color of the devil's hat. Mm. And so all three of these incidents happened in the span uh, from September to October of 1817. So just one month, these three crazy things happened.
3: Really? So you don't have uh, another one? With, uh, again, Betsy and Richard and Joel walking. And uh, they claim
0: to have seen a woman. Oh, shit, no.
3: Or maybe is this... So maybe you're telling it differently, but I have one that claims that Betsy, walking with her brother Richard and Joel, mm-hmm. claimed to have started to feel as if all the energy in their bodies was being drained. Oh. When they looked ahead, they saw some, they saw something that looked green in the distance. When they got closer, they realized it was from the dress of a dark-haired woman. She obviously was dead, but tears could still be seen streaming down the side of her face. The children were paralyzed and felt, again, as if the energy was just being completely drained from their, their bodies. But they got a break and actually were able to move and ran off. And when they looked back to see the woman, she was gone.
0: Jesus. No, I didn't.
3: Again, like, okay, so you guys are giving
2: me these accounts. I'm I'm just... I'm curious. Like, is where's this bit? This witch coming out? Hold <laughs> like, on! No, please no. Please I'm just saying. Like, it. is it like? So, is it just this family in general? Yes. Now that this is yeah. Been affected? Okay. Yeah. So, family's been affected, and right now we're kind of
0: they're just starting to notice. Yeah, yeah. But things. we're
2: but we're going to the account of uh, Kate. Was- uh, Kate cursing them, right? So,
3: yeah. So that. That, that's where you can, I guess, say the origin, right? or where you could say you is did. where Kathy Bates first. Oh,
0: <laughs> so, anywho's, so
3: <laughs> she's the deaf. <devil.
0: laughs> <laughs> that winter is when the family began to be disturbed in their house. At first, it started off as knocking on the outer walls, then shutters, and then their back door. John Bell would go out and try to investigate and would find nothing. At first, he thought it was Kate Bat sending her slaves to torment them. The noises would typically start around 10 p.m. and would stop around midnight. It began affecting Betsy and her schooling. She would go to school and would be falling asleep, had dark circles under her eyes, and she was basically just like a zombie, like me in the morning at work.
3: I want to put out there that Jesse noticed that, like, old Kathy, instead of, like, yeah, the slaves were out playing pranks. That's exactly what the <laughs> slave owners would do. Yeah, allow the slaves. Exactly. Don't play no, the, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, "Come on, guy! Like, seriously?"
0: <laughs> no, there's there's one part where like it's just stupid to the extreme, and I I even take note of it, but that's in a bit. So anyway,
2: I, I'm just saying, as a modern man, it's still like with Wi-Fi and whatnot. When you told me that, I pictured myself in that time period. I'd be like, what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what nonsense did he speak? Of? <laughs> so I, I think uh, also another thing to note is that Betsy, during this time, is um,
0: she's twelve years, correct, years
3: old, correct, and she is going through her womanly thing. Mm-hmm. And from what I've at least read, that is also what kind of affects the the uh, what, what's the word like the energy of the witch or like the, I
0: think it uh, kind of is what starts or brings about right, the energy she, it, she
3: finally it, goes through her so puberty, it follows
2: right. through her administration so, it's yes, so when powerful. she, she when
0: she goes
3: through puberty basically okay.
0: is when it, it starts but well, it,
3: it starts to gain momentum yeah because you're gonna see like and you know this is like the first uh, like ghost story mm-hmm. because this kind of sets the precedence for all future ghost stories on how they start very small but then you feed them energy and they get stronger and stronger.
0: This one was a giant.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: Jesus yeah. So um, when John Bell and the school teacher and a few other men rode to a lawyer's house to discuss how to battle Kate Batts in court, the school teacher brought up Betsy's claims of not being able to sleep because of the noises the house were making. John Bell was a little upset. And when they arrived to the house, he suddenly became quiet and refused to eat and speak. When they left, he admitted to Powell, the school teacher, that it felt like fungus began growing in his mouth, covered his tongue, his teeth, and jaw, and that his face was swollen. And yeah, so basically it was just very out of character. He's, like he mentions how uh, he refused to eat twice to the hostess and how rude he knew it was, but that he just... Couldn't open his mouth because of like this weird fungal feeling. That sounds. That's.
2: I mean, is this an educated guy? Do, or do we know? Like, is he? Who, John Bell? Yeah, or is he just like a hardworking I mean, schmo?
3: As as educated as he could be at the time.
2: That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. for him to actually like say that this is like a fungal thing,
3: like. Well, see, and and that's uh, what some of the detractors about the whole story have to say about this is that when the stories had actually finally. Been released, uh, people were looking at a lot of the wordage that went into the diaries and stuff like that, and they were saying this isn't common for the time of like this t- this this level of educated man. Mm-hmm. So it almost felt as if somebody had rewritten that, which would which I believe would have been okay if they would have at least let people know. Yeah, it happens but, all the time. Bible yeah. does. Yeah, but uh because of that it adds to a lot of the doubt of the story just overall. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I just no, wanted it's okay. to put that in there.
0: So the next incident began to affect the boys in the family, Richard and Joel, who shared a room. They woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of a rat gnawing on the footrest of their bed, and like a child would, they cried out for help. Two of the older boys burst into the room only to find that the noise stopped as soon as they entered. And when they left the room, the sound began again. So it was like a little fucking dance of going back in and out of the room. So they never found a rat or a mouse. Uh, The noises lasted for days, then began in Betsy's room. Soon after, covers began being slipped slowly up from the children's beds as they slept and began hearing noises like lip smacking, muffled throaty sounds, and the sounds of someone choking or strangling. Around this time, the noises began to go all the way to three in the morning. Now, more noises began to be introduced. The sounds of stones being dropped on the roof, of ducks flapping noisily out at the water, a storm raging outside, large dogs fighting, and uh, the sounds of chains and harnesses being dragged across the wooden floors, and the sound of the furniture moving. During all of this is when they believed the spirit took began to get stronger. Instead of gently slipping the sheets off the kids, they began to rip it off of their beds. Finally, one night, the first physical attack to the family members happened. Betsy was woken up to the feeling of someone pulling her hair. Scared, she lay there, hoping it would only go away, only for it to be, or only for it to drag her out of her bed. She began screaming, only to realize that her brother Richard began screaming at the same time. Uh, noting that the spirit could attack two people at once. After this incident is when John Bell had to admit something otherworldly was happening to his family. So out of all of that, do you have anything to add?
3: Well, I have another instance where, again, John had noticed that uh, Betsy was screaming. Right? Mm-hmm. So he, he runs into the room and witnesses her just covered in welts and, and screaming. He, like, proclaims, dear God, why would you allow this to happen to one of your children? Mm-hmm. And after a whole bunch of over-exaggerated you know uh, professions and stuff, he finally tucks Betsy in. And as he's walking out the door, he hears her scream once again. And he turns around, and she's holding her ears tight and closed with bloody hands. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's, ha- that's one of the other instances that I have.
0: Jesus. That's fucking crazy. Well, the, I just want to say the thought of like hearing somebody choking and strangling, yeah. like in the middle of the night and not seeing anything would fucking terrify me. You could just watch porn and hear that. Oh, but no. So clearly there's no porn in the, what is this, 17, 1800s <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> there's just crude drawings. They're all like, clearly this is porn. Anyway, <laughs> So soon after, John invites uh, Mr. and Mrs. Johnston over, over to their house, who were both known to be very religious. And the Johnstons are, uh, they become like a very, they become a focal point in the story. Um, like they become close friends to the family, basically. Uh, the Johnstons enjoyed dinner with the family, and afterwards they read passages together from the Bible to try and remove the spirit from the house The Johnstons uh, went to bed there at the Bells and then began to experience the same types of hauntings the family did. The thumping, the sheets being ripped, all the sounds, uh, like the lip smacking began, and finally Johnston concludes that the spirit has human qualities, so it must be able to understand or communicate
2: as well. That just sounds like it's going to go completely wrong.
0: (laughs) 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 So he asks... In the name of Jesus, who or what are you? What is it that you want? The house fell silent, and they believed the spirit was gone and actually began to drift back to sleep. As they began to fall asleep, though, they were awoken by a loud laughter, only to find all the bedsheets ripped from their beds. Quickly, the spirit went to every room in the house and began ripping the sheets off of everyone's bed that night, snarling as it went. When it arrived to Betsy, it decided is going to begin to pull her hair. As she struggled, the family all arrived to her room in time to see her and to hear the sounds of something invisible slapping her. Everyone was shocked, but because Betsy refused to cry, the spirit slapped her seven more times, leaving her cheeks bright red. She was then dragged out of her room by the spirit from her hair and only stopped when Mr. Johnston shouted, Cease this at once.
2: So was she like... Not crying at all, was she making a commotion or was she just taking it?
0: It makes it sound like she was taking it because she didn't want to give the spirit that satisfaction. Oh okay, cool. Yeah.
2: I love that ghost by our camera though, by the way, with the wind. It you just you'll see it down of course it stops right now.
0: <laughs> we have a little ghosty by our camera outside for Halloween. Yeah, an upbeat.
1: And kind <laughs> of <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, Johnston says cease this at once and it does. And from there they conclude, since it understood what they were saying, that it must be a demon. The spirit then began its panting and choking noises. Johnston suggested that the bells make public the haunting so that his neighbors could help pray the demon away.
3: This was not
0: a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) You could only want like like a
2: posse almost, right? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so
0: in return, the spirit began making loud noises and ripped the sheets off of the beds, causing all the feathers to burst into their rooms. So, fun stuff. Sounds like a pillow explosion. Basically. Okay. Back when pillows were full of feathers, apparently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe that. That, that, that makes sense. They, they were filled with feathers. So.
0: Yeah. This introduces the person, Reverend Sug Fort, who. Uh, <laughs> Is interesting. <laughs> that sounds pretty bad
3: in my life. It's a, a pretty badass name, right there. <laughs> Is he the one with the nickname Sugar Mouth? Yep. <laughs> so
2: he's a pastor, right?
0: He's a, a pastor. Reverend.
2: Oh, Reverend. Oh, even better, Reverend Shug What?
0: Or well, she she ends up calling him Sugar Mouth.
2: Yeah, but he, he, he said oh, Reverend Sug What? Good,
1: that, rural, that
3: sassiness. That rural accent.
2: That Sugar <laughs> Mouth. How you doing, everybody? Reverend Shug here. <laughs>
0: Anyways, <laughs> um, So this is what I was telling you, like, when you were talking about like the what the fuck about the slaves being sent to go like fuck around on the family. So this is what Rev. Uh, Shook Bort offers up as to what happened.
2: All right. I'm all your Shook. What you got for me? <laughs>
0: he suggested that Kate Bat sent over some of her slaves to scare the family on the outside of the house. The slaves made holes in the roof and placed fish hooks on the bed,
1: okay.
0: or on the bed sheets, and that that's how they were able to rip them off. A pea shooter was actually what was slapping Betsy in the face. He said that once the family arrived with the candles, they would hide, but since candlelight is dim, they couldn't see them because... they were black. Yeah, those <laughs> racist fucks. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so I know. Okay. I was, all right. I know. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Anywho, so John Bell, being very loyal to Reverend Fort, he had his kids look for these supposed fish hooks and peas and also inspected the roof. No holes, no peas, no fish hooks. And so that's when Reverend Sugarmouth decides like, okay, well then that didn't happen, I guess. But still, just to even like fucking suggest that is stupid as fuck, but whatever.
2: Hey, anything to sound kind of smart, right? <laughs>
0: I know, says the person talking about it. <laughs> so the next incident that occurred was another attack on Betsy. She was heard screaming in her room only to have her family find her with her arms out as if she were being held and being slapped again. The witnesses were silent and astounded, but then began to hear the sounds of phlegm being cleared from a throat and then saw all of their candles extinguished one by one until they stood in near darkness and heard witch laugh and laughing
3: again what no, no 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 uh because i don't think you finished with it right because as a mocking she continues to do the 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 hawking like all night right i don't remember sorry oh i thought <laughs> i thought this was a part of that story because i think they uh like whoever visited is claiming to be able to rid the house of the, the evil no i'm getting it confused go ahead i'm sorry go ahead No, go that, on. that's in
0: the future so anywho, slowly people began to gossip and wondered aloud whether or not the haunting was a ghost and why it was so fixed on Betsy. Soon people were going over to the house and asking the spirit questions that could be answered with knocks. In 1819, the spirit actually began to make whispering noises, light enough to be heard, but not discernible. Again, the Johnstons were invited to the house, and again Mr. Johnston, after praying, told the spirit, Demon, in the name of Jesus Christ. Be silent and go out of this house forever. The spirit then mimicked him in his own voice, word for word, and then changed to a feminine voice and said, "Well said, old sugar mouth."
1: <laughs>
0: uh, you know yeah. what? I can't do the voice. How about you say it? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the well said, "Old sugar mouth," because that's when like she officially starts talking. Well,
2: what, well, yeah. what part of what part of the U.S. is this?
0: This is in Tennessee. Yeah, oh, Tennessee. okay, all right. Yeah. So we got that, that little
3: kind of southern. But, but if you notice, like I said, it's gradually growing. It started yeah. with, with small noises, then it got bigger noises, and now it's a weak voice.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's clear, but it's still a weak voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're right, she didn't switch to the feminine voice, and she's like, uh, what, what, what was it again?
0: Well said, old sugar mouth.
3: Yeah, yeah, so let let <laughs> Well said, old sugar
0: mouth. <laughs> oh my God, if I heard that voice in the middle of the night, I'd just be like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i like, can you make
0: food in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you care
2: about.
1: <laughs> Tacos, potato and chorizo.
2: <laughs> I've experienced that before. And it, it wouldn't be a voice like that. <laughs> I would wake up to like some... You know, grits, pancakes, <laughs> some flapjacks, let me rephrase that. Oh, maybe some biscuits, <laughs> some, some hash, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anywho's, of course the news of the spirit now talking spread and people began to question the spirit when asked, who are you and what do you want? It replied in a soft whisper, I am the spirit of someone who was once happy and who has been disturbed. One of Betsy's friends named Thaney also would stay the night with her.
3: Oh, yes, I like this one.
0: And much of the time, the witch avoided them because Thaney was such a fucking chatterbox. Like, she wouldn't shut the fuck up, so the witch would just not be around. One day, she went over. uh, She had a four-leaf clover in her pocket of her dress that she forgot that she had put there. And uh, when she arrived, the spirit mocked her for her superstition and punished Betsy for it by uh, pushing Betsy onto the bed, ripping her shoes off, and ripped the combs from her hair. She was then slapped and felt an invisible hand over her mouth so that she could only breathe through her nose.
3: Yeah, and it was said that, like, the hand over her mouth was so hard that you could see the impression over her face Mm. and that she could not, not even move, like, her lips, right? Like, because, like, if you were to put your hand over your mouth now and, you could still feel your lips moving, but it was said that, like, you, you couldn't see that. And the other note, I don't know what the importance or the disrespect of removing a person's shoes is. Because it's not the first time this is going to happen. This is going to happen to John Bell as well. And I, I don't know what it is with this spirit and removing the shoes of, of these two people. It, well, it's strange. It's like a- common practice in witchcraft is it is yeah
2: it
0: really uh-huh. yeah oh. I, like, I, uh, i'm just more like uncomfortable thinking she's like here let me make you mild mildly uncomfortable uh, well
3: it's an interesting fact that you say that because when she does john bell it's in a very disgusting and uncomfortable oh yeah position
0: but anyways what jesse <laughs> worse than lola <laughs> That last squeak was me. I that was her, it. yes. It's playing with the squeaky toy. But
3: this is uh, the introduction, I believe, of my favorite character. Which one? Frank Ma-
0: Yeah, you could talk about Frank because <laughs> I'm just like,
3: eh. I don't think I have it as detailed as you, though. Or, well, it,
0: I probably skipped over Frank just because I didn't think he was that cool.
3: What? Oh, my God. He's like, he's, <laughs> he is, he is Zach Baggins. He's fucking Zach Baggins, oh, all right? Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> he's fucking Zach Baggins. So,
3: okay, so we got ourselves a. We
0: got a ghost hunter. We
2: a ghost he's,
1: hunter. Yeah, okay. he, well,
3: not technically. There's <laughs> going to be a different guy who.
0: Who, who says he's a ghost
3: hunter. Yeah, he is actually a ghost hunter. He brings all the tools that a ghost hunter. Yeah. Yeah. What tools would they have back
0: well, then for you? Like, it was yeah, like, like.
2: Like a big ass camera with that. That's all the sound effect and a.
0: There was one that um, I so think he had like a windmill. Yeah, there type you go. Thing,
3: that if a ghost were to pass by, like it the, the, the sleepy hollow. Yeah. Bro. Okay.
0: <laughs> Basically, good. yeah, and like he had like vials of I don't know liquid, yeah. and if a ghost is present, it will change. But, thi-
3: well, a but bubble. But wait, but <laughs> that is later. Oh my god, because the, the other three entities that show up are so much more sassier. Oh yeah. And that's gonna be so much more fun. But so was his weird? last name Frog.
2: What's
3: <laughs> <laughs> Like Kermit the Frog? No, like the Frog Brothers from... Oh, <laughs> oh. Jesus.
0: Anywhos. Um, okay, so
3: I'll, 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 I'll get into to, uh, Frank tell Miles. Tell us about Dear Frank. Right? So Frank Miles, hearing about this, comes to the house in an attempt to challenge the entity to a wrestling match, right? <laughs> I don't know what his... I, I, well, I guess his idea was, well, if it could hit Betsy, then I can hit it, right? So mm-hmm. I can kick his ass, right? So Frank enters the house and proclaims that he would punch the entity back <laughs> to perdition. <laughs> okay. to which the entity replied with, is that so? <laughs> <laughs> and slapped Betsy so hard she was spun around. So Frank, this being his cue, like, oh yeah, it's, it's fucking go time, right? Like, it's time to go. <laughs> Frank jumps up and leaps into the air. Only to land on fucking nothing, and the entity moves and continues to move across the room, moving a chair or a table. And Frank, being the I guess the dumb shit that he is, <laughs> continues to jump at this entity, just breaking every piece of furniture in the house. And uh, <laughs> just he he ended up not fighting anything that night, just uh, destroying furniture. Just destroying furniture. <laughs> Right. So it gets even further, I guess, insulting for him because the entity visits him that night and put ooh, one of your uh, one of your figures fell over right now. It's, that is
0: Your dude with the wings.
3: Yeah, the that figure. is Black Bolt. He'll be all right. Okay, yeah. um, <laughs> right. So the, the spirit actually visits Frank that night and wraps a sheet around him and proceeds to push it so tight around him that it actually splits in half. Oh, shit. Right? So Frank, the next day, actually comes back with another idea. (laughs) This one involving... (laughs)
2: He's like, got
3: it this time. (laughs)
2: Sounds very Tommy (laughs) Boyish.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it actually does. Uh, So he returns this time with a bag of flour. And he proceeds to... uh, Okay, so I guess his idea now is... But I get the logic. Could, yeah, if he could cover the entity in flower, it would make it that much more easier to fight. It's
0: just like so, wily coyote shit.
3: <laughs> so fight me coward. <laughs> yeah. Basically like, come at me, bro. Come at me, ghost. So he proceeds to go throughout the entire house just throwing random handfuls of fucking flour like so pissed. everywhere. <laughs> and that's yes, and that's eventually and when is
2: this is Frank, right? Yeah. I'd be like, Frank, you
3: clean this fucking shit up, right, Frank? (laughs) And that's essentially what the wife said, was like, you know what, Frank? Just fucking stop. And the entity actually shows up and kicks Frank in the fucking butt and tells him, you're about as dumb as a sack of turnips. And that is where Frank exits, because he just, yeah, you're just demoralized and just nothing. If I was the entity or spirit, I'd be like, Frank,
2: what are you doing? You're making a mess, bro. This just we could eat from this. What's going on? The entity's like, No no, you need a little over there. Yeah, over
1: <laughs> just, there. Yeah.
2: Oh, what's the what's the lady's name of the lady of the house's name? Lucy. Oh, Lucy, you're gonna Lucy. let this happen, Lucy. <laughs> I'm haunting, but this dude's literally
0: oh, we well, making a You know what we haven't mentioned that Lucy uh is favored by the spirit. Like the spirit yes. has a soft spot for her. Yes,
3: I, I think the spirit even actually says, like quoted like she's the most beautiful and uh fair
0: I don't remember that. In the that. world.
3: She says something like that, the spirit. She actually, yeah, like you said, has on this book. Yeah. And what a sip. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs>
0: Anyways, so, Mr. Frank leaves, fucking Zach Baggins. So.
3: <laughs> Do you think you had the haircut too? Oh, man. I assume
2: you the know You know what, no, I'm, ho-
0: I'm thinking it's on now <laughs> because, like, when is fucking Beauty and the Beast supposed I, to be happening? I actually,
2: when you're telling me this Frank thing, I picture like an Andy Dickish kind of person. Oh my god! <laughs> That's like very embedded in this, but like doesn't know how to like. Prove or it. well,
0: Frank is supposed to be like a big old bulky muscular yes. dude. At, at the time he's definitely a bro. Foot,
3: yeah, at, at the time six foot was huge, right? So he's six foot, very muscular, and he is known to the locals as being among the strongest men in the village. So.
0: Yeah. He's, I mean,
3: he's a bro. <laughs> he is definitely a bro. If I saw
2: that large woman <laughs> making a
0: mess inside
2: my <laughs> goddamn house with flour, the ghost would be the last
0: thing.
3: <laughs> I can guarantee
0: you. I drag Crank out of the house by the ear. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, but he's my hero. Oh, God. Oh, what's the meme? Simple problems require simple solutions. <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> Why couldn't we go with holy water first? <laughs> Why was that not our option?
0: Oh, gosh. Well, anyways, so soon the spirit begins making predictions that would come true. And I didn't go too much into detail about this. I'm just going to say, like, she she told uh, of a woman that would come with 40 slaves, a large dowry, and imported mahogany furniture, because apparently this was a thing. And Maybe she, it was a
3: hint to replace all the fucking furniture and <laughs> destroy well, um, something.
0: She was telling, I think it was John Bell Jr. or something, uh, trying to convince him not to leave Red River for something, and that uh, when she came that they could get married or something, that like she would be interested in him, blah, blah, blah. And he decides that he's going to go anyways, that he's not going to listen to this spirit. And soon after, this woman fucking arrives. And so... The spirit is basically starting to re- predict shit correctly. Right. And so that's, we're moving on. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into it. That's all you got to know.
2: So it's calling out things like, you're going to stub your toe tomorrow.
0: Or like, if there was football, she probably would have been able to say like, who won or
2: something. Oh, okay. Like that kind of good?
0: Yeah, she was very scarily accurate.
2: Oh.
0: So on the, Mar- or the night of March 29th, it's the first time Betsy has a fit, and I'm saying fit, fit with quotation marks. She would faint and fall to the floor. Uh, when they first started happening, her family would carry her to her room, and this is the fucked up part. Later on, they were just fucking leave her there on the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're like, ah. Oh. Well, be, because uh, if I remember correctly, they were happening so often, and yeah. they would happen from like... 20 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm.
2: So you'd pick the girl up, take her bed, she'd get up and be like, hey, what's up? And you be
3: like,
2: yeah, like,
0: oh, so she would, it would start off like she would start hyperventilating, making high pitched uh, panting gasps. Then she would pass out from lack of air, her eyes would roll up, and her pulse became faint. Um, and these were just a regular occurrence. This is when they first start happening. It's just something that that somehow they fucking live with.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Again, Revenant, Rev. Shug Fort asks who the spirit put some, put was. Put some
2: respect on his name.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <But> Rev. <Reverend> Shug. <laughs>
0: Rev. Shug. There you go. Asked who the spirit was. And again, the reply was that she was someone who was happy but was disturbed.
3: Wait, 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 wait. I thought this was the time that it said that she was or it was a white man that first uh, 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 explored this land. Oh,
0: that may have Let me...
3: I thought that was that time or was that the oh, previous time? No, no,
0: no, it is. Um, So a follow-up question of who disturbed you oh, was Oh, I'm, sorry. No, I'm sorry. sorry. He asked, who disturbed you? And it replied, my grave has been disturbed. My bones have been dug up and scattered. One of my teeth was lost under this very house. The only thing they could think of was the local burial ground for the natives in the surrounding area. In order to make room for his crops, John Bell cleared out such a mound. One of the kids, being a curious little asshole, went through one of the mounds and actually carried a tooth into the house that fell into a knothole in the floorboards, um, which had been unretrieved until then. So John ordered the bones to be returned to the mound and was trying or saw that the knot hole was still uncovered, pried it up and searched for a tooth only to find or well it wasn't found, yeah, right. like it's just gone, so believing the spirit was now gone, it cackled with glee that it was still there, and that it was a native American and when asked why shes when asked why she said. Well to get old Jack here, and I did get you, didn't I? That's what I got. There's a bunch of incidents, but I don't remember one being like a settler or something.
3: Okay, because the, the one that I got, and I can't remember if it was when the, uh, Mr. Johnston asked him, mm-hmm. or the, the entity about who and what it was, I believe it's either that time or this time that it responded with, now that is a, that is a good question. For that, I will be honest, and it says I was a white man who explored this land, uh, were among the first to explore this land. And that's where you get the hint that this entity is kind of racist, Mm -hmm. because, I mean, it is. It it doesn't like the slaves on the land, and often refers to them by every derogatory term, every slur. I mean, Mm -hmm. it hates the slaves on this land.
0: Mm -hmm. So... The spirit, though funny and sassy at times, is still a dumb bitch. <laughs> um,
3: so what are the few other accounts that you have? Because I'm looking that this may be a good time to possibly look into to wrap, it. wrap it up because okay. I think this is where we're gonna start getting into the heavier stuff. The heavier stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because I think the last thing that happens around this time is the gold church, right? Um, or do you have a little bit more before this?
0: So, during this time, uh, school schoolteacher Powell uh, admits that he begins to have feelings for Betsy. Yes, yes. Which we is very can, disgusting. not skip this over either. Yeah. Because this is
3: very important. Yeah, it's
0: disgusting and inappropriate. I think she's only 12 or 13 at this time. So, Betsy was literally, she was being courted by another young man named Joshua, who was a little bit older than her, but not the same age gap as
3: Oh no, yeah, Mr. Gardner was 18 while she was only 14.
0: Still a big jump. But yeah, not yeah, okay. Honestly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, and it's also claimed that she was more interested in yeah. Joshua she she was actually hoping for that courtship. Yeah. But it was later discovered that Mr. John Bell is the one who began to try to who began the courtship between Richard Powell and her. Yeah.
0: I, mm-hmm. The spirit approached the teacher in a cornfield alone and told him that if he were to intervene before they announced their engagement, he would surely be the one to end up with Betsy. When asked for proof, the spirit told him the only proof she would give him is that she basically wouldn't beat the shit out of him right there, which is like a good answer. Like, bitch, just fucking listen to me or I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. So as predicted, soon after the family held a picnic on their property for people to join them, Uh, Richard Powell did not attend. During a time in the picnic, Joshua stood up and said he'd like to make an announcement only to be interrupted by the spirit. The spirit stole his thunder and announced that he intended to announce that he and Betsy were to wed and should try and take her away uh, from the spirit, but that he would never be able to separate them. That the spirit would go around the world in a minute and she'd find her. So the spirit urged Betsy not to marry Joshua yeah. in front of everybody.
3: Yeah, and it's it's strange the way they describe the way you the way uh, the way I heard it compared to the way you just told it because you say she that the spirit urged her. The way I read it and then heard it from uh, other like podcasts and stuff is that the spirit actually begged her, like, pleaded with her, mm-hmm. please don't marry him. Mm-hmm. Please don't do this. I'm yeah. getting a very uh,
2: Wayne's World type of <laughs> <laughs> intervention of this. Cassandra. <laughs> there is no
1: film in this camera. <laughs> oh my
0: god. <laughs> well, who's yeah, uh, it it wasn't telling her, like, that she couldn't marry Joshua, but Basically saying, she like, shouldn't. yeah, that she would never be happy, and um, and so that was a thing that a lot of people, uh, including Richard Powell, would ask her, like, why are you so against her marrying Joshua Gardner? And uh, the spirit would be like, oh, I can just tell you, she will never be happy with him, and this, so this
2: ghost's message. Uh, I know she I'm, is. I'm just like, well, how do you know she? <laughs> like, what's...
0: well, just because she uh, has. Well, I guess it doesn't
3: have to be a show. No, I, I just literally think it is like an entity. Oh. I'm not well, you know, just I'm gonna t- I'm gonna reinforce your whole messy bitch, uh, <laughs> messy bitch theory because it was during that time that uh, Betsy, when she was having those seizures, swish, 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 that uh, the the entity was actually gaining in power because it would come back and cackle and and. Basically, say like I am drawing the life force out of your daughter, but then it would start fucking gossiping about the neighbors. Oh yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> that's my next thing. Is that?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I no, did not need no, to. No, 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 no. It's um, okay. Yeah, I'm saying is this, this sounds like
2: a legit episode okay. of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh <laughs> so I God. just want to tell you this: if you took
3: if Kathy Bates was the no, was not even <laughs> if 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 you took
2: like Trixie Mattel or or Katya and oh turned them God. into a ghost. This is what it would be.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You don't even (laughs) fucking know. So so during this time, our spirit proves to be very talkative and gossipy. She would go out into the town during the day, wouldn't make herself known to anybody, but would report back to the family. Yeah. yeah. Who went to church? Who fell asleep during the sermon? Who drank too much? (laughs) Who wasted too much time during the day doing nothing Uh and just basically being a fucking busybody? Yeah. You're yeah. fucking being messy as fuck.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like you're, you're literally just describing <laughs> like a drag queen episode if she had supernatural <laughs> powers, and when you pissed her insane. off, she would turn into that deep voice. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> <laughs> but then when she's on the couch, she'd have like that little feminine voice. Like I'm, I'm legit. That's all I'm picturing. I so was like, in my head, I'm thinking Trixie Mattel.
0: <laughs> so Trixie is now our, our witch in my, of Kathy in, Bates.
2: in my head, I've eliminated
1: no.
0: Kathy Bates
2: was Oh yeah, Kate, Kate yeah <laughs> In my head, I was turning into the witch and then she turns into like the <laughs> male <laughs> voice it's of so
0: it. Funny. Okay, so this is going to, I'm going to be wrapping it, this episode up now. So again, the spirit was asked who it was previously and it gave the answer that they did used to live there, that they were killed by natives in another place, but they had wanted to return back to back to Red River while they were still living and that their body was buried with all of their money. <laughs> yeah, so this is the good part. Like the
3: pharaohs of the old. Huh? Yeah. And I want to say that this is the last maybe chuckle that you're going to get,
0: mm-hmm. like genuine
3: chuckle that you're going to get before the next episode. Yeah. And it's all business huh, after that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, the next, the three entities that are going to show up in the next episode are going to give you some chuckles. But if, I mean, just surrounding, yeah, the surrounding everything is just going to get dark.
0: Yeah. So, the spirit said, I want Betsy and Betsy alone to have this money. And I'll tell you where it's at and how to get it as long as you follow these rules. Only three people can dig for this treasure. Drury Bell, who was a brother, Bennett Porter, and Old Sugarmouth.
2: That already sounds like a troll. <laughs> I just want to tell you that. Even if you don't tell me, I can tell you this is is a move I would pull on people I didn't like.
0: Yep. Stop stop putting the R at the end of. Oh, sugar mouth. There you go. So, anyways. Tequila kicking in. You know what? I did not get nearly enough tequila, but that's because I drank way too much last night. But, anyways. So, once all three agreed, uh, the spirit said the money was in a box under a large flat rock that lay just beside a spring on the southwest corner of the Bell property. All three men tried digging up this giant rock.
3: The no, 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 no. Oh. Not all three men. Oh, well, dug. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, all three men were supposed to, but old oh, Sugar Mouth was just, he was the one supervising. Of
2: course, man. A,
0: the okay, name sugar. in of
2: itself
3: says, <laughs> you can talk to me quick, but don't talk to me slick, baby. <laughs> What color is that fabric, my friend? And it's it's a purple satin, just like <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, so, he's just trying to put some paint where there ain't.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just so anyways, he's Supervising over them uh, yeah. by prayer. Yeah, with yeah, just Ooh. the Lord is watching over us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go get some lemonade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they so they attempt to dig up this rock and whatnot and. After a day's work, uh, they return at, with nothing, of course. And so the spirit just fucking cackles and laughs and makes fun of them for uh, believing the lie that she told them. Yes,
3: yeah, of course. It's, it's, to, it's, to, to even further humiliate these men, uh, just know that like when other when visitors, uh, like we've said, visitors would go over and it would kind of repeat the same spiel, right? Either mock them, mock their beliefs. Repeat what they were saying. Sometimes it was just like Jen said, a messy sassy bitch. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Right? It's
2: like, hey, but remember that time you crept your pants last week?
3: And that's and that's exactly what it did. It added that to the spiel for months. It added the story of how it tricked those three men into fucking going and digging nothing up, <laughs> and and would laugh for hours afterwards <laughs> on how he or how she did this. The entity. So yeah.
0: Yeah, so this is my last bit. So soon the spirit started lying of its origins, saying it was a little kid, and then, of course, admitted it being a lie days later. And, of I mean, course... I feel like this would be me if I the ghost. Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> do, because the ghost like, is just doing this shit just to like entertain itself, basically, because yeah, yeah, she yeah. finds it fucking hilarious, and like she's always cackling in their faces.
2: I, I've done this for hours on, on people. <laughs>
0: So anyways, finally the spirit just says, okay, I'll admit it, I'm the Bats witch, and then proceeds to tell them that Kate Bats wanted John Bell dead, and she would see to it that she did kill him, that Kate collected the pins from the people in town to stick into John. And so that's where we're going to leave off.
3: Yeah, because, and like you said, that's that's the darker part, because... Yeah,
0: now she's talking about him and John. But
3: yeah, and... and- like we said, I mean, it, for a little short instance in the next episode, it's going to continue to kind of concentrate with Betsy, but then it's going to focus all its attention and ire on John.
0: Oh, yeah. and He deserves it.
3: And <laughs> you have so much hate for this man. I,
0: you know what? I have a lot of hate for yeah. people like yeah. this. So. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, anyways, we're going to wrap it up here. Jesse's just like, why do we hate John?
2: No, I'm just like, <laughs> okay, like, that's cool. Like <laughs> you'll, you'll see. I'm you'll see. I'm just like you guys right now. I'm just listening going like, okay, well, I guess this is where we end.
0: Yeah. It it it's a good cutting off point.
2: Yeah, it is, it really is. I'm just like, damn, I have to wait all mm. the way.
0: Yep, you do. But next time <laughs> next time I'll make sure I have a full bottle of tequila and this is gonna get good.
2: Oh yeah, oh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna be enunciating sug very good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sugar, sugar. Is n- I'm cool. never gonna say sugar
3: again.
2: Cool.
0: Uh, old
3: sugar mouth is gonna go out there.
2: <laughs> she's gonna be. She's gonna get that I, swag on it. It's hey. gonna be full oh, southern sugar accent. Mouth.
3: Welcome y'all to Paranormal Chat. <laughs> right. I'm
0: more for down Well, anyways, so let us know what y'all think. Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there, paranormal.chat.
2: I'm mildly interested in this. I'm not gonna lie. Like at first, I was like very not interested. Just so you guys know, we don't all like when we come to the table. We don't all decide on this. We yeah. we literally it's like a we kind of
0: just text each other. Yeah, hey, we all do have this. like our own <laughs> views on
2: this. So each one of us coming into it, we all have our very own specific view mm-hmm. on it. And I was not coming into this at all yeah. excited.
3: Um, no, the next one I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say yeah. The next one genuinely is. A good story, if any. Just don't Netflix me like they do. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm invested right um, now. So
3: we're going to tell you a whole story in the next episode. Mm-hmm. And then we are just going to flip it on you at okay. the very, All very right. end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, because it, it's going to be an M. Night Shyamalan situation. It was mm-hmm. a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the no, dog and you, parts. And that's funny that you say that, because one of the investigators, I don't know if we skipped over it in this episode, or if it's in the next episode. The oh, next it's in episode. the next episode. Never yeah. mind. I will not say anything.
0: But mm-hmm. yeah. Next episode. What is it going to be? 26 or 27? 27. Episode 27.
3: Yeah. Alright, well,
2: okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much done uh, yeah. merenging you guys over this, so I guess I'll have to wait. Fine. Crap, guys! Yeah. Shit, get your uh, get your beer on and everything for uh, next week because I'm gonna be very anxiously waiting for this. <laughs> oh, you know
0: what? We should make a meme of uh, Kate Bats uh, with the what is it? The Batman and or no, when it's Spider Man and where they're looking at each other and then it just says Kate Bats and then Kathy Bates. <laughs>
2: And then you Sorry, they, sorry you've got Kate Badz, uh Kathy Bates And then we'll put uh, Trixie with in there As a third one like.
1: She's just like In the background
2: Yeah I'll point at each other Like who's the Sassy bitch <laughs> But awesome. no,
3: uh, I gotta say this one, this episode was very well done. Uh, I don't know if this is like one of those moments where it makes it untrue when you finally mention it, but this sounded like a professional yeah. podcast. Uh, you know what? We I'm, were very on topic. Uh,
2: you guys were. You guys were at my minimal effort. I want to say if you guys know a sassy bitch, hashtag her, sassy bitch, send us a sassy picture of Yeah, <laughs> you know, is this your mom? Your sister? Your aunt, Your the dog. dog.
3: yeah. <laughs> the
1: dog. Lola is this sassy bitch. Which... And she's a
3: chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing this dog can't do.
1: She's also a web designer. Oh,
2: she actually started uh, the uh, the bird uh, scooter uh, revolution downtown but with a whole COVID thing. She went under a little bit. She yeah. lost a lot of. Uh,
0: she talked about her mortgage. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily,
2: she was bailed out this uh, stimulus package anyway too much on her
3: legal yeah, ramifications sorry, sorry, sorry
0: putting her her financials yeah there. <laughs> she's <all> like
3: <laughs> so is that why she can't grow hair on her ass stress girl with oh, the
2: now she's in a, she's in a better place you know she oh,
0: she has a couple puparitas
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways okay guys thank you for listening as far as you have um definitely Again, uh, go like us, rate us, share us, give us a good review. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, email us at let's paranormal at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Both of them are chat. And uh, if you want to fucking hashtag your, what was it? Sexy bitch. Sassy, Sassy bitch witch.
2: Bitch witch
1: there,
0: yeah, you know. yeah. Definitely uh, go ahead and post those and
2: on our page And if it's your mom, too. let it be a tasteful picture, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't,
0: don't be want... fucking sending us fucking fiesta sucia. I'm <laughs> gonna be pissed.
2: Oh, it's do it if you do. It.
0: Oh, somebody posted uh, a meme of the of the WAP. You saw that right? <laughs> no. on some I can't remember his name. He. It, instead of like, there's some hoes in this house. It's that there's some horrors in this house. Oh, yeah, that, was a that. that yeah, was a that
1: Car- was Car-
3: Carlos. Yes, yeah. Carlos. Yes, yeah, he's every- actually from Laredo, from, like me. So, um. yeah, everybody that that joins our community and like actually posts, <laughs> thanks. It, yeah, thanks a bunch. I I don't awesome. remember
0: where I was when I saw that, but I <laughs> fucking cackled
3: Car-
2: Carlos is hilarious. He's funny Carlos, we're out there. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep keeping it up, man. You Keep sending me. the memes. <laughs>
0: Alright guys, thank you so much and see y'all on the next episode. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>